0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm so excited to be back in your ears at the start of a whole new year. God, what a year last year was um th- this past year was filled with with so many ups and downs um but just a lot of a lot a lot of good stuff I signed my contract to be a regular contributor at pop sugar I signed on as a new host at afterbuzz TV I celebrated a hundred episodes of hashtag no filter which was so exciting um I did a lot of new hosting gigs at events I became the new associate director of generation rescue and in- Opened up our new office in LA. Um, we completed production for my documentary, "Sibling Warrior," and I feel like this—this this is all just the beginning. I feel like that was that was setting setting it up because this year I feel like it's time we're gonna come and tear shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, I met so many incredible people this year. Um, I showed a few the door too because that's what you got to do is as, as you move through life, you gotta be like, okay, bye. Swipe left on on those people. I'm so grateful though to to all the love that I've received this year and all the new friends that I've made um one of them that I'm so excited to have in here um with me tonight. All right. Well, whatever time you're listening to this, it's evening right now, so we're enjoying ourselves a nice glass of dry farm wines. It's my favorite hangover-free wine, and I'm sure many of you probably have a little bit of a hangover left over from all the the New Year celebrations. So, if you want to enjoy the, you want to keep the party going, but you don't want the hangover, grab yourself some dry farm wines. No added sugar, no additives, no dyes, no junk. Just, just good, just good wine. Good wine or good champagne. This week's drink of the week is sparkling wine from Dry Farm Wines, which you can order now at dryfarmwines.com slash Z-A-C-K-Zach. And now I want to welcome my guest. We met each other um, a couple months ago. We hosted an event together in downtown L.A. called Red L.A. It was a fashion show with music and and an art show. And it was it was a very artsy event. And we came ready. She came in with her... Her Tom Fords and I came in with my Louboutins and we're like, we're ready to kill shit tonight. Please welcome Koi.
1: Hi, y'all. Koi's in the building. Thank I you so love much it. for having me, Zach.
0: Cheers. Cheers to, to a new year. To a, year. To a great year. 2017 and even better 2018. Yes. Mm-hmm. How have you been? I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute.
1: Yes, I've been very good. Just extremely busy. You know, like getting ready yeah, for the whole... Yeah, this time of year is yes. so crazy. You know, getting everything started, fresh new start again. I'm so excited for what's to come. You know, have a lot going on.
0: Do you set any New Year's resolutions?
1: Yes. My New Year's resolution is honestly to inspire as many people as I can. Continue, actually, to yeah. inspire as many people as I can. Um, with everything that I'm doing. Um, I have a whole lot more stuff to offer this year. Um, I have my clothing line that's getting ready to launch in the summer, so I'm really excited. Yes,
0: you're a total boss lady. How would you describe (laughs) yourself?
1: You know, honestly, I would describe myself as um, very warm-hearted and I have a little sparkle to me, you know? So every time you see me or you talk to me, you just feel really enlightened mm-hmm. yes i love it <laughs> thank you <laughs> okay
0: you have to answer my icebreaker questions okay. everybody that comes on has to answer them first yes. question is what's one word your mom would use to describe you
1: oh wow i just said it warm-hearted
0: warm-hearted
1: yes she oh. would describe me warm-hearted for sure
0: you are very warm <laughs> you bring <laughs> a very <laughs> nice warm presence thank you, everywhere so much. you go. <laughs> um give me a fun fact what's one thing people would not expect about you
1: you know, people don't know that I'm Kenyan. Mm. Yes, I'm from Nairobi. I was actually born there, and I moved here when I was about nine years old. Wow! So everybody gets thrown off with my accent, They're like, <laughs> "Oh no, wait! You know, we didn't think that you were from another country. We thought you were just from here." Yeah, <laughs> you're yes. from down the street, girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Um, what is your drink of choice?
1: My drink of choice as far as alcohol, mm-hmm. um, lemon drop martini.
0: Lemon drop. That's what that's love. what you had at the Red L.A. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was so funny. Right when we walked in, or I think you came in. You're like, "Can we drink?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm I'm having a drink though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm going out there and we're hosting this thing. I'm having a drink."
1: Yes, definitely. I love lemon drop martinis. My goodness,
0: I love it. Okay, yes. give me an embarrassing moment that you learned something from.
1: Oh my goodness, embarrassing moment. Um, God, I can't think of any embarrassing moments right now. Maybe when I was younger. I, I can, you know what? What only comes to mind <laughs> is when I was really young, when I was in the sixth grade. But I don't know if you can say that. I don't want to <laughs> say it. I don't want to talk
0: about that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's still, still a sensitive topic. I
1: know.
0: <laughs> okay. Last question If you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, Ooh. which one would it be?
1: um you know i would kim kardashian kim yes classic you, OG. yeah she yes you know d- despite you know all her you know crazy things that have, have gone on with her i really love the way she presents herself you know yes. she's so classy and sexy at the same time yeah, you know and she's a boss and, and she's a boss yes that's what i love about her you know and i mean all the other stuff is whatever <laughs> i wouldn't I wouldn't do that, but.
0: so you have a nice a nice large social media following, yeah, and you do fashion so mm-hmm. what how would you describe yourself professionally
1: Um, uh, myself professionally you know um I would really honestly describe myself as just a public figure okay. um because I have so much to offer to people and I feel like I can inspire so many people in different ways okay. not necessarily just you know with acting or you know with being an entrepreneur because I'm both you know but um I would see myself as you know like a present like a what do you call it like honestly like just a public figure really okay yeah that's really how i feel like I could I,
0: you have so many yeah,
1: different, different things that it's yes. hard to, to yeah, label so just, as
0: just one yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you're also a mommy
1: yes you got I yourself
0: am. a man yes. <laughs>
1: last year was oh my god the most experienceable like time of my life my god like i got married I had a baby 10 days later. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, so much happened, and I worked with so many new people. You know, I met you, and I just, you know, it was a really, really long year, Yeah, but very eventful. Yes. Yes. I
0: would have to say my year was definitely very fulfilling. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what would you say was your biggest regret from this past year?
1: From this past year, um gosh you know what i do have quite a few regrets from this past year simply because i was pregnant for half the year (laughs) (laughs) and my hormones were through the roof (laughs) so i have to say the way i treated my husband oh no (laughs) how
0: long have you guys been together
1: we've been together for three three years going on four okay yes but we got married last year so um yeah Uh, I just, honestly, I don't feel like I treated him well. I was very mean. (laughs) You know, I used to call myself a demon. (laughs) But, you know, the good thing is I apologized. And it's just made our relationship way stronger now, just the fact that he stuck through my whole situation. So, you know, I'm grateful for that.
0: I love that. What would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned?
1: The biggest lesson I've learned is um, to love myself and care for myself Mm. first. Before I give myself to others.
0: That's a good lesson.
1: Yes. So because I'm
0: learning that lesson. Yes. I'm still, I'm still,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no honestly, be- it's, it's a very huge thing. Cause I, I caught myself last year caring for everybody and doing so many things and, not caring for myself, yeah. you know, and, and in return, not caring for myself, I'd be bitter and I'd be, you know, cranky all the time and all that stuff. And and I realized, you know what, I just haven't had taken care of myself. I need me time. Yeah. You know, so once I realized that, okay, I'm going to give myself like an hour or two hours, even a week at least to just take care of myself, whether it's a spa, whether it's just going on a drive, wherever it's having a whole bottle of wine to my <laughs> face, you know, I fear. I figured if I do that. I'll get back to my senses, and I'll start to care for people the way I know I can, and I'll be happy. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would probably be my – I mean, if I want to call it a regret, I I would say – I would. I think I would rephrase that as just something I wish I worked on better was um, vocalizing what I know I deserved instead of just kind of taking things and just because I was afraid to offend or upset or, you know, like ruffle any feathers, you know, I think – I definitely learned that lesson closer to the end of the year is just to have a little more conviction, um, and to have a little more confidence in myself and, yes. and to just know what I'm worth and what I deserve and, mm-hmm. and to be strong in that. Yes. Um. Yeah, I wish I did that a lot more. And I read this book over the past year. It's called The Tools. Okay. And it's such a good book. It's about these four, I I think there are only four, I don't think there are five, these four different tools that you can apply to any different part of your life, personally, professionally, that really kind of help you um, achieve and maximize your life. Um, And it's literally the one book I recommend that everybody should read.
1: I have to check on it. Goodness, yes. sounds like a great read.
0: It's really good. Um, I think one of my favorite, because the, there, there are four different tools that you apply to your daily life, and one of them is um, is about going towards fear. Ah. Um, mm. You know, we're mm. afraid and we don't want to do it, yes. but it says to look at fear as like a cloud, yes. and you just have to walk through it because yes. it, it's temporary and mm. you'll get out on the other side. Yeah. And so, you know, you just kind of have to channel that, and I feel like there are so many instances where... You know, I find myself afraid and, and yes. I don't want to do something. I don't want to take a risk.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But
0: then I look back at, you know, the past eight years and I'm like, but that's when it's paid off the most, the most is when I've taken the because biggest it's, risks.
1: It's, and that's beautiful because there's nothing worse than just being comfortable with where you're at because yeah. you'll never progress, you know? So taking that risk and saying, you know what, I'm going to go and do it. Who cares? You know, the the least that could happen is what? I mean, it's nothing really you know if anything you're going to be upset that you didn't take that risk right you know you'll be wondering in the back of your head all the time wow i wonder if i did that wow i wonder what would happen if i did that yeah you know so it's always good to just take it and go for it you know there's always the green the grass is greener on the other side they say
0: (laughs) no absolutely i mean i was terrified to do red la
1: oh my gosh right
0: I, only because, I mean, I've never done, like, I host this every week, I do three shows on AfterBuzz right now, yes. so, like, I'm used to this type of format where we're recording, where we're yeah. not, like, in front of, like, people, people. and it's live, and, yes. like, you know, there were times where I was like, okay, I kind of want to know what's going to happen, yes. you know, but, I mean, events are so unpredictable sometimes that you don't always have all the details, which yes. is what I told you, I go, look, every event is bound to change at the last minute.
1: Yes, and I'm so glad you told me that, because it did. <laughs> <laughs> because we had a whole,
0: like, structure of how the night was going to go, go and yeah.
1: Everything Every, changed at the last minute. Literally changed. Like yeah. I and the craziest part is like you know it was something that we didn't rehearse very like it wasn't a long rehearsal. Yeah. It was something real quick, and then the next day or something. It yeah, was just, you know it was just so much, but it was a great experience. Yeah, though. absolutely. Yeah, I'm very happy that I got an opportunity to host because uh, once again, oh, because that was your first time hosting. First time right? hosting. Oh yeah, so it was great. I, I really enjoyed um, myself and. Knowing the skills that I have, like, I didn't know that I can do that and really be that confident, yeah. you know, and standing in front of people and kind of freestyling, really. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's <laughs> totally what we did. We went out there and we freestyled it.
1: Yeah, so oh it was an amazing, amazing time.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a fun night. Yeah. Um, and we kept the bartender busy. We did. <laughs> we
1: did. <laughs> wow. It was what amazing.
0: would you say was your biggest highlight of this year?
1: My biggest highlight? um being a mother of two wow at twenty five wow, yes, um yeah, because twenty five God, I never thought that I would be a mother of two and married at twenty five mm-hmm. I always thought that, oh yeah, I'll wait later or whatever, um, but it's been a great thing, um a lot of challenges with that, just simply because being young and. Also, you know, having been lost my mom three, four years ago, three years ago, um, I don't have like that person to really guide me through, you know, being a parent and what it takes and stuff. So I've had to learn a lot on how to deal with my four year old, per se, like how to talk to her and say things, the right things, you know, instead of, you know, just being extremely passive or extremely, you know, authoritative. Like I just it's been quite quite a challenge, but. A beautiful journey though because you know i've learned so much you know and it's made me a better person it's made me grow and that's huge to me you know growth
0: so speaking of growth you've been here how many years now
1: i've been here 15 years
0: 15 years yes so what was i mean i i would imagine los angeles and kenya are very different and it was yes. a culture shock coming here yes what Brought you out here, and what was that kind of like coming into this whole new world?
1: You know, um, my mom was uh, was here before I got here. So she um, she came to the States like 20, 2002, and um, then she brought us here. So it was kind of one of those, hey, where mom is is where we're going to be. Right. So um, when we came here, it was just... Gosh, you know, because I had only seen America on TV, like, mm-hmm. you know, on channels, like, or TV shows like Full House yeah. or 7th yeah, yeah. Heaven, stuff like that. So I was always like, oh, my God, you know, the Volkswagen, yeah. that <laughs> um, that whole family thing. And, you know, coming here, it was it was a whole different, it was just different when I was young, um, simply because, gosh, everything was just new. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, yeah. as I got older and now, I just see it as it's so much more structure here. You know, they so much more um, it's more organized than I would say in my country, you know, and um, I appreciate that. And I feel like what I would give back as far as, you know, taking back home is that type of, you know, organized, structured type of lifestyle mm-hmm. rather than it being just chaos and all over the place all the time. You know, one example is uh stop signs and lights like seriously (laughs) something that simple like you know you stop at the stop sign or wait for the red light in africa there's nothing like that you know like they're trying to enforce it but yeah it's just no it's you're you're your own boss on the road you know like yeah. so you know those are some of the things that i feel like i would take back home you know or just educate my people about that. You How know? often have you been back to Africa? I go a lot. So last year, um I was there probably like four four times. Wow. Uh, yes. Um it was it was quite a lot happening last year. But yeah, I typically go a lot because my father is there. Um he lives in Mombasa and so I, I want to visit him a lot and bring my daughter there and my son there, you know, so that they can know the language. I yeah. never want them not to know it.
0: Yeah. So did you know when you came out here that you wanted to be an actress or did that kind of develop as you as you grew up in the L.A. culture?
1: Um, I've always wanted to be an actress Yeah, yeah since I was very young. Um, so it was just one of those things that, you know, my parents, you know, like my mom, she always wanted me to go to school and, hey, be a lawyer. That's kind of the African mentality. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're either a lawyer, an engineer or a doctor, you know. Yeah. So um, I went to school for law. And, okay. um, I didn't finish pursuing it because I was like, you know, this is really not for me. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm more of a bubbly type of person. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, um, yeah, I decided, Hey, let me go ahead and start doing a little bit of, um, acting. So I enrolled in, or I got into some agencies doing commercial acting in Seattle. Cause that's where I lived. Um, after I graduated from high school.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and then after that, I was like, you know what? I really love this. I did a few commercials. I was, I was really happy it was very like natural to me yeah and then moved to LA when well, my husband moved me to LA and I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it it's here yeah <laughs> so started networking with people and I'm here now hey I love it
0: is your husband from here?
1: Yes, my husband is from California, yes.
0: So how is that dynamic?
1: You know, it's it's funny because his dad is from Nigeria. Okay. And his mom is American. And so he's like, he was born here. He's different than me because he was born here. Yeah. And he doesn't really have that cultural aside from his dad. Yeah. Um. So what it is, is, I mean, we can relate to a lot of things as far as food and and stuff like that. And he's open to that just simply because of his dad. And he knows how the... Um, how fathers are like African fathers are just because of his dad. So that's good, you know, because you know, the culture and the morals and stuff like that. But as far as um like vocabulary, he's always correcting me, you know, always <laughs> teaching me new stuff. I keep telling him you Americans have a word for everything. Uh, literally." <laughs> you know, like there's so many things that I don't know that he's always like, Oh, that's that. That's what that is called. And I'm like, "No, oh, that's, that's just what, you know it's like a simple word for something yeah but there's always like a specific word for something (laughs) be specific i'm like okay well i'm kenyan hey i get away with it (laughs) yeah i love it because i
0: mean you really don't have much of an accent like i would have never like upon meeting you i wouldn't have guessed that you were from africa
1: Yeah. yeah i know everybody says that i always tell everyone once you get to know me a little more, you'll start to hear it. You'll start to like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's because um, I've been here since I was nine. So, you know, went to elementary here, you know, kind of did all my years when I was young here. Yeah. So it's easy to just adapt the language or the accent, but. I just I, I always feel like I still have my Kenyan accent and like I could still bring it back if I needed to.
0: So coming from another country, is there anything here in LA where you're just like, "Oh my god, that's so fucking annoying?"
1: Um, cuz I feel like
0: everybody here like everybody here is very self-absorbed and very yes. and a little narcissistic yeah. and and I feel like and, – and when you go to a simpler country, like, things are so different and so priorities different. So much, are so much different. Yeah, I have a friend, Nikki, who just got back from, from Africa. Okay. I think she was in Kenya. She spent the past – she spent, like, four weeks there, um, you know, teaching them about health and wellness and doing yoga. Yeah. And she came back and she's just like, I think we're the ones that are fucked up more than <laughs> – you know, we think people in Africa don't have anything, but they're so much happier than people here. Oh,
1: so much happier. I think what I can say is um, – it's more calm. It's too much of a fast life here. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad was here last year for my wedding and, um, i adapted this la thing or just american thing of being fast like Mm -hmm. taking care of things like these deadlines there's all this and my dad was like you know you need to just take a breath like (laughs) take a breather
0: chill, (laughs) yeah
1: chill out it's none of that serious um but he's so used to that like calm like you know everything just happens when it happens and you know everybody is not so uptight like you know yeah it's it's that I think everybody that's what has I to saying. stick up their ass here. Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> and it needs to get done at this time with this and this and this and this and that. And it's never really that. I mean, I guess it is, but it's never really that serious to get yourself so bent out of shape and yeah. so like worked up, you know. So I guess that's what I can say. Okay. Is the most annoying thing in LA.
0: What advice do you have to people living in LA?
1: um the advice i have to people um be
0: like look i'm from fucking africa don't <laughs> yeah, complain <I> right <laughs> <now>. yes <laughs>
1: um you know what advice i do have is yeah you know just take every day and learn from you know everything that you do and don't be so hard on yourself yeah because i feel like a lot of people are extremely hard on themselves trying to prove themselves to people and um I always say and something that I saw on Instagram is don't ever judge your chapter 1 to somebody's chapter 20. Yeah. You know, and that's really big to me because we're so um engrossed in our Instagrams or social media's and looking at what everybody else is doing and we're like, "Oh my god, I got to be like that. I got to be like that." Yeah. And not realizing that hey, they started just where you are, you know, and worked themselves to that that spot. So, um what I do want to let my LA LA people know is just take everything, you know, take every day step by step and don't be extremely hard on yourself because you're going to make it regardless if you put your mind to it.
0: Have you found yourself caught up in some of that thinking and some of that mentality, especially oh, yes. now that social media is so much part of your brand?
1: Yes. I, I have to say that um, last year when I had just moved to L.A. because I've only been here um just almost a year now. Okay. Um, I got caught up in the whole I have to be like this, I have to be like that. Oh my gosh. Like and people would tell me, No, you gotta fake it to make it, and I'm like, Well, I'm not that type of person to fake yeah. it to make it, but I I guess I have to keep up with the trends and all yeah. everything, you know. But um and then my husband told me, he's like, No, be you. Yeah. Be yourself. You know, don't ever change for anybody. So that's what I started to believe in me and say, you know what? I don't care about what everybody's doing yeah. and what they're thinking. I'm going to just be me and I'm going to be nice to everyone and just spread my positive energy to people as well as all, you know, everything that inspires people, you know, like that's just... I feel like that's who I am.
0: Yeah, I feel like, and I've, I've sat down with people. I mean, everybody's a fucking social media specialist now. Yes. Everybody knows how to run, like that's social their specialty. Right. Um. And I've sat down with different social media specialists and they're like, okay, this is how you're supposed to lay out your Instagram and yeah. you need to have your calendar set out for the year. And it needs to be this content, that content, and this yes. content, and it needs to be a variety and it needs to be in this order. Yeah. And I would try to do it and I would try to filter it and just do the, and listen to all the tips. And then I'm like, it just, it doesn't feel yeah. real. Natural. It doesn't feel natural it doesn't yeah. feel organic and i feel like that comes off and then yes. i feel like such an ass when i'm yes. posting these you know over glamorized overly edited photos of myself and then yes. i'm like look i don't give a shit, shit yeah. like i'm just gonna do me and, yes. and i feel like the response is so much better because i actually then genuinely enjoy posting on instagram and and sharing the different things that i'm doing
1: yes i definitely agree with you on that and um i have also been caught on that like you know having to okay put three pictures at a time this yeah. you know the craziest thing about it is I take a little bit of advice from people. Mm-hmm. I don't take the full thing. Yeah. You know, so, oh, okay, well, I guess I can be a little bit more organized with my social media yeah. and just maybe make it a little more more clean looking. But as far as, okay, this is the type of content I need to post, or this and this. I mean, unless it's Christmas and I'm posting a Christmas tree or myself, yeah. then that's fine. Yeah. But if it's, you know... I mean, if, I don't necessarily have to go with what everybody is doing. Right. I'll definitely have that clean look because I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, but yeah. It's, and that it's fits just, your vibe. Yes, if it it's my vibe. If it doesn't feel natural, then I won't do it. Because yeah. I, I enforce a lot of being, you know, natural, being you, being happy with who you are and loving yourself and taking care of yourself. That's really my biggest thing. Yeah. You know, because you can achieve anything if you love yourself and have taken care of yourself. Yeah. You can achieve absolutely anything.
0: Yeah. I feel like there have definitely been times, like I'm somebody, I call myself a self-improvement addict. Yeah. So I want all the advice. I read all the yes. self-help books, like everything. Yes. But then I've learned, like, I've naturally and gradually incorporated small pieces of everything I've exposed myself to. I love to expose myself to everything. Um And I guess, I and I, even when I give people advice, I would say, look- this is just my advice. This is just my opinion. This is just my point of view. Yes. Take it for what it is. Take it with a grain of salt. Ultimately at the end of the, at the end of the day, my world my word isn't gold. Yes. Trust your gut. Exactly. And that's kind of, I, I and I like you said, I take a I've learned to just take pieces of, of advice that people have given me, but if it doesn't feel natural in my gut, then I just I don't stick with it all the way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's very true. And that's
0: always kind of guided me.
1: Yeah, that's very good. You know, because I always say, um, and another advice that I'll also give people in LA that are listening in is you are your own creator Mm -hmm. of what you want to happen within your life. You know, I'm an artist like by nature, like I love doing art. And so what I always say is look at it as a naked canvas and you're the artist and you just paint your life away. You can put whatever you want and it will come true if you believe it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's really what I go by. That's my morals of my life. You know, I create everything that I honestly do. And that's, I guess, why I do so many different things. Because, you know, like whenever I'm waking up in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, what do I want to do today? (laughs) And yeah. you wake
0: up and you enjoy your life. I
1: enjoy it yeah. to the fullest. I don't let anything bug me or get to me like it used to. Because believe yeah. me, it used to get to me. Oh, I gotta, I gotta have makeup like, like this. I gotta. Oh, I remember I used to feel, you know, especially this whole thing of contouring and yeah. all that. What girls are doing now It doesn't fit me. Yeah, you know, it literally does not fit me. I went. You know what? I was so engrossed in it that I went to the store and bought like $300 worth of makeup one day and decided, you know what? I'm going to go and get somebody to teach me how to do this. And after I did it all, I was like, I don't like it. Yeah, You know, so trying to be like somebody else or trying to think that that's, oh, just because it's a trend. It's not for everybody. You know, a lot of people do it because that's what they love to do and that's their passion. But don't do it. If somebody else is just doing it, do it because it's something that you actually crave to do. You have to create
0: the life that you wake up so excited to do. Exactly. You know, people look at me and they're like, you have so much fucking shit going on. And I'm up every day, 530. I'm up. I'm in the office by like 839. That's kind of my goal time. And I'm in the office all day. And in the evenings, I'm I'm taping on Monday through Thursday. I'm taping every evening. Like my days are so full. Like there are times when I'm not offset until like 1030 at night. And then I have to go home, and then be up at five thirty the next day, so that I'm in the office and my teams. You know, I can give everything myself to to everyone that you know needs me throughout the day. Yes, you know, because it's a lot of energy that I have to give. And you know, uh, there are there are days where I'm really tired, and there are days when I'm a little exhausted. But for the most part, like I wake up excited every day, and and I'm like I like it's busy, but I love it so much, and I'm so and it's so fulfilling for me.
1: And it's never work because you love it exactly you know it's something that you're excited to wake up to do even though oh you'll be tired of course you're human yeah you're going to be exhausted at the end of the day yeah exactly (laughs) yeah but at the you know the most important thing is are you happy that you're doing this or are you dragging yourself to do it absolutely don't ever drag yourself to do something that you do not want to do
0: yes that is my motto for this new year yes that is definitely a big lesson i learned in 2017 that i'm going to apply in 2018 yes okay koi closing question Mm. if you could go back to your 20 year old self what's one piece of advice you would give yourself or you wish somebody gave you
1: um, think before I do anything. think before I make decisions. think real hard before I make any decisions. Um, I say this because you know there's a lot of things that I look back in my life that I could have changed, and it's a split decision that I made, like for one, getting tattoos. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of tattoos that I really didn't need, yeah, you know, even though they're not bad um. I wish that I would have paid more attention to really what I wanted, you know, as opposed to just, oh, this is what I want right now. Okay, let me go get it. Yeah. Not considering that. Oh, my gosh, this is going to be on me for the rest of my life. And what if my opinion changes about it or what if, you know, um, and at 20 years old, I mean, you're just getting out of what you're just in college. Yeah. You know, you don't. Really? You're just
0: breaking down in, yes. into the world for the first, first time. First time,
1: yeah. So you don't really know yourself. Like, I feel like now I'm getting a good understanding of myself. And um, had I known that then, I would have, oh, gosh, my my tattoos would have been way more simple. <laughs> you know, instead yeah. of just all, you know, colorful, whatever. But, I yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Where
0: can people follow you?
1: Yes. um, Follow me on my Instagram. I am Koi, K-O-I, official. Um,
0: and what projects do you have going on right
1: now? The projects I have going on right now, like I said, I have my clothing line coming up. Um, it's summer. Um, it's called Asante by Koi. And I also make hair and I do skits. So please follow me <laughs> for any content that I put up. Yes, you will love it. Your skits are hilarious. Thank you so I much. Love
0: it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Hashtag No Filter. Again, Happy New Year. I hope you you tear shit up this year. Thank you so much, Koi, for coming in.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Zach. This, this was, was amazing.
0: such a blast. Everybody needs to follow her at I am Koi Official. Check out her skits. I can't wait to see the fashion line. Maybe you'll be at the next Red LA event. Hey! running the show, running your your models down the runway. Um thank you so much, Koi. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a wonderful wonderful week. Um don't forget to subscribe and listen to us. We are on iTunes, we are on Spotify, we are on iHeartRadio, uh the com. Stitcher if you have an Android. Like we're everywhere. So Again, you have no reason not to be listening to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday. Subscribe, leave us a nice comment, tweet me at JustPlainZack. Let me know what you thought of this week's episode. I'll be back next week. But in the meantime, I got to finish this Dry Farm Wines. Don't forget to stock up on your own bottle with Dry Farm Wines. DryFarmWines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K. Go order it right now. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.